T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Kim on a whim. On count one of involuntary manslaughter, as to Madison Baldwin, we find the defendant guilty of involuntary manslaughter. On count two of involuntary manslaughter in regards to Tate Muir, we find the defendant guilty of involuntary manslaughter. On count three, as to involuntary manslaughter regarding Hannah, Hannah St. Juliana, we find the defendant guilty of involuntary manslaughter. And in count four of involuntary manslaughter against Justin Schilling, we find the defendant guilty of involuntary manslaughter. There you go. That was the verdict being read yesterday for Jennifer Crumbly. She's the mom of 17-year-old Ethan Crumbly. He's the guy who was convicted of shooting and killing four students at Oxford High School in Michigan back in 2021. So four students were killed in that, and then six students plus a teacher were injured. And, and this is the first time a parent has been charged ever, in the United States at least, with the, the, her child's shooting in this case. A mass shooting, they're saying. I, this I, is a big what, deal. What has taken so long, right? Well, I, I support what they're doing. Now, I think this could be a slippery slope, but I do think that based on what I'm hearing from from this mom and her involvement with her son and his his life and his mental health struggles, I think it was the right move to charge her because they're basically saying that the mother and father father bought him the gun, made sure he had access to the gun. They ignored his mental health struggles. And then this is really what was the most chilling about all of this. The day of the school shooting. Again, this is back in 2021. The school called the mom and dad up to up to the office and they showed him a drawing that he had written on one of his math assignments. And it's it's kind of disturbing. It, it had a, a gun, a, a bullet, and a wounded man. And then it had different writings on it. One of them said, the thoughts won't stop. Help me. It was apparently a 12-minute meeting with the school. And they were expressing concern to the parents like, this is bad. And the parents said, let's keep him in school. Let's keep him in the classroom today. And then hours later that same day is when he shot up the school. Wow. So they're basically saying this was negligent, that the mom was not involved. She was running off having an affair with a firefighter. She was meeting up at hotels and that she was basically very consumed with that part of her life and not really keeping a a careful eye on her son, who was clearly struggling with mental health. Right. So I think that this was the right move. In so many of these cases, here's the thing about it. I think you're right. It, it could be a slippery slope because the, ultimately the person responsible for this is the individual who pulled the trigger. Yes. I honestly believe that. But these are minors. In every one of these cases where a minor has been involved in one of this, 
there were parents and or guardians who knew there were problems who did nothing about it. It happened in Parkland, Florida. That kid, that kid, the school had records of him threatening to stab his classmates. Mm -hmm. And instead of reporting it to juvenile authorities, they moved him to a different school. They moved him around like a like a pawn in a chess game to different schools because of an Obama-era policy to avoid getting kids involved in the juvenile detention system because they thought that would be better for him. And he ended mm-hmm. up shooting up the school. Yeah. Number no, Case number one. Case number two, Sandy Hook. Remember what happened in Sandy Hook? The, the, what happened in Sandy Hook is that Adam Lanza killed his mother Because his mother used to take him shooting all the time. Clearly had mental problems. It was a divorce situation, but both parents knew this kid was borderline nuts. But the mom kept taking him to shooting ranges and gave him the combination to the safe. So he went to the safe. He got his mom's gun out. He killed her in her bed. Then he went to the school in Sandy Hook, and he killed all those children. Mm -hmm. If she was alive... She should have been charged. Yeah. I mean, think about even the situation involving the adult, I believe it was. It wasn't it in Maine we had a shooting a handful of months ago, and you have the red flag laws where yes. the guy wow. clearly had been making threats and had mental illness. He shouldn't have had access to a gun at that point. So, yeah, I think there is reason to, to believe that parents should be held responsible. And I think this could have been the tipping point for the jury yesterday with why they came back with four um, the, the conviction for guilties for involuntary manslaughter. When she was testifying, the mom, she said, I don't think I'm a failure as a parent. She said, I wouldn't have done anything differently in how she parented her son. She said she regrets what he did, but she wouldn't have done anything differently in how she parented him. And to me, that had to be one of like, that was the nail in the coffin. I so think. in other words, you don't even, you can't even see this in hindsight. With 2020 vision, you yeah. can't see what you were doing wrong here. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This needs to be a warning shot, sorry for the bad pun, uh, to parents across the nation. If you see a problem in your child, don't ignore it. Mm -hmm. Get them mental health treatment. You've got to do that. This is a deep-seated problem in America. 
where those parents, and it happens all the time, and you ask teachers and administrators and anybody else who's listening to the show will back me up on this, where the kid gets in trouble at school, the parents get called in, and the parents are mad at the teachers or the principal instead of the kid. Mm-hmm. And the, the, this is this goes on all the time. I'm not saying the kid's probably always guilty of whatever they've been accused of, but this happens all the time. Where, where, whereas it used to be, you you were if you got sent to the principal's office, you were more concerned about what was going to happen when you got home. Yeah. And that's not the case anymore. It just doesn't happen in America. Yeah, teachers rarely. are saying that that's one of the biggest issues they face is the parents are siding with their kids, and they're the bad guy now. The dad's also going to be charged. The same charges. His trial will be, I want to say it's March or April. He's already pleaded not guilty well, to all of this. in Sandy Hook, it, another point here, the mother was dead. They had nobody. I guess they could have gone after the father, but the kid didn't live with the father, right? It was a divorce situation. Kid lived with his mother. So what do they do? The, the, the gun grabbers, the anti-gun group up there uh, took over, and they went after the manufacturer of the firearm, which which operated just as it was supposed to, because it's not the firearm that committed that crime. It was the people, but they managed to find biased courts and judges and were allowed to sue the manufacturer of the of the weapon, which worked. Uh, I, I don't... I, this is maddening to me that we see this across America. They're so anxious to find somebody to blame other than the individual who did it. The parents have got to take some responsibility in this case. Yeah, I, th- I think about, for example, let's say that you're 16-year-old. You come home and you find your 16-year-old child is very drunk and they're trying to drive. Yes. You as a parent should be charged if you willingly hand your, if you know your child is drunk, they're trying to drive and you're like, here are your keys. And then they get in the car and they kill somebody, Right. To me, that that's a problem. If you, They'd be sued in that case too. I that's, think. that's what I mean. You could so, prove it. so they should, they that would be a civil case. But I'm, I'm saying like there should be some sort of a consequence for this. I do say it's a slippery slope because you could get too broad with this, and I, I can't think of an example right now of what I'm trying to say. But I, I think it was correct what they did in this case. But I do think it could be a slippery slope. Well, here here's the question. Now, we had the St. Louis police chief on the show last week. We ask him repeatedly, when are you releasing the video of the shooting over here at the Performing Arts School in St. Louis? Well, not yet. We're still, I mean, this happened 15 months ago. Mm-hmm. Still, IA is still looking into it. What, what is in, what, IA, internal affairs, is that, isn't that what he told us? Didn't he say IA? I he said remember. that they were looking into it internally. They were still investigating it, if I understood him correctly. What, what are you investigating? The shooter's dead, right? We know the history of the gun. He had it. It was taken away by family members. It somehow ended up back in his hands. We know the school knew that this kid was a problem. None of those records have been released. We have no idea what happened in that case. Why aren't some of his family members charged if the gun ended up back in his possession? Mm-hmm. These are questions that need to be asked, and this is a perfect. This case is a perfect example of it. Yeah. I mean, and the school did everything that they needed to do. As soon as they were alerted to this disturbing drawing on the math assignment, they immediately called the parents yes. and brought them in for a meeting. And ultimately, their hands, I would imagine, are tied. They can't—can I, I, they say, no, you're, you have to take your son home? 
I think, I would, they, I think the school could, could have, have expelled maybe, him at that well, point and said, don't bring him back until you've gone to see a psychiatrist. Well, that that's what I questioned. So that supposed 12-minute meeting between, that day between the parents and the school, could the school or should the school have said, if even against the parents' wishes, we're not comfortable with him being here? I do yes. not hold the school responsible for this. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. But maybe that's something the school should have done. When you have these parents who are in complete denial about something so serious, maybe it's time that they say, you know what, I, I hear you saying that you don't want to send him home, but we're not comfortable with him being here, in, given these drawings that we just discovered. Maybe that's what I, needs to happen. I hope people are paying attention. Something like this should happen a long time ago. And maybe uh, uh, some of these parents would who, who are going through this would uh, would wake up. I'm just saying, and, and quit looking for excuses. Just we, We've got to fix the mental health system in this country. It shouldn't be a situation where you have to go sit in a lobby for hours waiting to have somebody even consider somebody for intake uh, if you know they've got mental health problems and have no business being out on their own. It, it, you you got to fix that. And so many of these people have fallen through the cracks over the years. Mm. A good story, Kim. Thank you for bringing that up this morning. I, I appreciate that. And we're going to talk to Jeff Manasso from Fox News Radio. He, he has been covering this story this morning about this uh, guilty plea. He's going to join us about, oh, 735 or so. Stay tuned for that. We're going to be back in just a minute. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app 